Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host Trevor, and I like time travel stories. I'm I'm Jay, and um, I guess I like them too. Probably not as much as Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Josh, and I'm always loath to recommend or suggest new books to Trevor because I really want him to get done with the Dresden Files. <laughs> but have you read This Is How You Lose the Time War? Uh... I don't know why that sounds familiar to me. Is it an older book? No, I think it's uh-uh. I think it's fairly new. Yeah, last couple okay. of years, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, I've I've not read it, but um, I can put it on the stack. I can move it. Well, to the top, I haven't read it yet either. But I just when you describe, you know, time travel, I'm like that sounds amazing. It was a Hugo Award winner, and it's a novella, which means it's a little shorter, you know, Trevor. Listen, Josh, I so far. My grandchildren have not come back in time to tell me to not do something yet, so I must be on the right track. <laughs> oh, if that's how I judge life, if that's how to judge life decisions. I feel a lot better about what I'm doing with life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, I guess, some news from Discount Games Inc. And then we can get into things. We have a bunch of various topics. Um, so my biggest news with Discount Games Inc. is I'm just sad that everyone is having so many logistic issues right now, and I'm sorry that I cannot deliver to you the <laughs> awesome products that you wish to buy because I will wish to sell them to you. But so that's like hopefully it will get better in every industry. You're telling me, I yeah, an industry it's not happening in. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. I mean. I mean, I guess I'm happy for... So an example of this is uh, Dormammu for Marvel Crisis Protocol. The shipping containers from China to Europe arrived, and so the happy European players have Dormammu, uh, but the American players don't have a release date yet, and we don't have a release date currently. We've seen a bunch of awesome previews, but none of them currently have release dates. Um, so that kind of sucks. Um, the, the part that is like doubly sucky about it is that with Asmodee, like I have to, I have to buy $150,000 worth of product at cost to stay at the highest tier Oh, geez. and to get the best discount. And that's difficult to achieve when like, uh, the new releases don't flow. And so you know, I feel like they need to, 
get someone from lower Harsh. the requirements for a minute or <laughs> I, I feel like they need to get someone from Har- house Harkonnen uh, beast for bond, like, you know, managing the, the shipping containers and uh, getting the spice flowing throughout the country. That's, that's I think this I is reasonable. Yeah. This yeah. is good. <laughs> Jay Larson for president. I like, so games workshop, they from September 1st to uh, actually, I guess I could have sent it today and I missed it. Uh, but September 1st through 8th, um, they put a pause on all restock orders. No one could submit a restock. Um, and so I'm assuming that the goal with that was that, you know, they would, you know, catch up on their restock orders that are behind because they're like, I have probably $30,000 in, in restock orders from games workshop that I've paid for that are unshipped. Yeah. Many crickets. Um, but a disappointingly small amount of <laughs> that product that I've paid for shipped during this hiatus. And, uh, and I didn't get my restock in last night. Like I guess I should have. So probably all the other people submitted their restock orders before me. And now this one's going to be <laughs> that much farther out. So yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. I'm sure that that you're dealing with it a lot as well, Josh, but you know, we, yeah, I mean, we're starting to see things that I never would imagine the length of time on like light fixtures just be delayed by months. Yeah. We, we are switching out two exterior doors on our house and we paid, you know, in middle of August and they're hoping to have it by the end of October. <laughs> so it's just absolutely insane yeah it's kind of crazy um we we i didn't get asked this in the uh pre-ramble the pre-ramble because we were we were so busy you know fulfilling our destiny as podcast hosts talking about their blood sugar uh, <laughs> but i i feel like i need a, a puppy update uh trevor <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, the puppy likes to nip, um, and more so than any puppy I've ever had before. So no. we're, we're currently really trying, struggling with him, trying to get him to stop biting. Um, I don't, you know, it's funny cause he only had a single brother and a single sister in the, in the litter. And normally when, you know, uh, dogs are that age, they, that's how they play, you know, so you kind of, they, they all do it. Um, but I'm not sure. I've I just never had a dog do it as much as this one. And they've all before they've all been willing to like give it up. You know, after a while they kind of grow out of it. Right. And this one is just not giving it up. Um, it doesn't bother me quite as much, but it certainly bothers the kids quite a bit. They have such yeah, young tender, tender fingers, skin. Tender fingers. Yes. <laughs> this, their their fingers haven't been desensitized by uh, glucose. Killing their nerves. That's true. <laughs> They've not pricked their fingers multiple times for many years. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> well, uh, good luck. Good luck on that, I guess. Have, <laughs> have, have either of you uh, watched Doug yet on on Disney Plus? Yes, I have. No, Doug. Doug Days. Yeah, yes. Doug Days. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's the dog from, from up. up. 
Okay. Him and him and his dad is, and they they're just little shorts, like ten minute episodes. And honestly, they're like ten minute episodes with a minute of intro and three minutes of credits. Yeah. I feel like you're describing Bluey to me. Like, are no, this, you reverse this trolling me right now? Is this, that what's this, happening? No, this show's actually good. <laughs> I've seen the first four episodes. Uh, Jay and the fighting words. <laughs> I've seen the first three so far, but yeah, they're it's, they're quite enjoyable. Worth checking out if you haven't, I think. What were your thoughts, Trevor? Um, I enjoyed them quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you're basically the target demographic, though. Yeah, that's true. the The second one is called Puppies, which was very appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a section in there where Doug is being turned around and around by the puppies pulling on his ears. So, <laughs> yeah my my bit of pet news was that you know Brian has had a black cat named Lucy for 21 years, and like last Wednesday she stopped eating and she she just uh, didn't really move much didn't eat etc you know we took her to the vet and he's like well you know there could be a lot of things wrong like you know cancer or kidney failure or yeah verily your cat is ancient i mean is that basically what he said yeah basically and he's like you know and really on none of those things do you probably want to you know try to fix it because she's just it's she's too old to try to do that yeah and and we wouldn't want to anyways because like she's she's had a good life we don't want like the end of her life to be this miserable uh you know, being operated on mm-hmm. and recovering, et cetera, right? Um, so he he gave her some fluids, he gave her some antibiotics, and you know, if it was something that antibiotics could fix, then then she would heal up. And he said that hopefully we would see some response either that night or the next day. And she, she we didn't really see that, and so I had kind of was giving up Resigned. hope. Yeah, but. Um, you know, by the next day, she was a little bit more alert. She started eating a little bit more stuff, um, and she's she seems to be doing pretty well now. She um, she's she's still not eating as much as I would like, and I think that she's uh, the days of her ever eating dry food are are past now. She'll probably be on wet food for the rest of her life, but um, yeah, it's. It was definitely a lot better outcome than what I was fearing a few days ago. So yeah, I bet that at least was nice. It was also a little like I've known Brian's had her for 21 years. I've probably known her for 11 or 12 years. And this is like really the first time in all that time that she's been sick. And so it was kind of strange to have it just like suddenly, uh, you know, happen that quickly. Well, you know, I, I'm sure it's difficult to deal with or think about, but I mean, when things, gonna get, old, yeah, when things <laughs> get old, the kidneys, the liver, they all start to shut down and yeah, bad things happen. Yeah. Um, so we're, I have a bunch of mini topics that for us to discuss. Um, it's a chain attack potpourri episode. Yes. <laughs> so first one is uh, tomorrow. I I 
contacted my hosts and asked them if they were interested in going to the matinee of of Shang Chi with me and uh, the all the other people that used to go to movies with me are basically uh, poo poo heads. Poo poo heads, <laughs> and so um, I, I'm I'm excited to go. Excited to see it. Excited to see it with you guys, Josh. You've you went for your daughter's birthday and already watched it. Yes, I'm withholding all comment until seeing it with my uh, co-hosts and friends. Well, you, a, thing, a thing that I have not done forever. You can you can say like what's your reaction to it or how much you liked it. Uh, I it is in the lower quartile of the Marvel movies for me. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> my one of my friends said that it was. Uh, in his top three MCU movies. So. There's some conversation going on in our Discord chat that somebody made a comment that they felt like the second half, it was it started off really strong and the second uh-huh. half yeah. kind of lost its way. And okay. I think that's a fair, a fair description of how I reacted to it. Now, I'm also excited to see it tomorrow because we're going to see it at the matinee. And I did take my daughter for her birthday to see it, and it was the um, uh, 9.50 p.m. showing which uh-huh. turns out i might not have the stamina for anymore like <laughs> there well, are scenes that I, maybe i missed because i think i fell asleep i'm ashamed to admit this you're a man who like once upon a time you were josh wheeler the cyborg who could see <laughs> and now you are josh wheeler the man who wakes up at like three or four in the morning and so <laughs> and checks his glucose so going for uh going to a movie at 10 until like 12 30 at night is is a big ask for you i guess (laughs) (laughs) it may have been ill-advised yes well i'm excited so i'm I'm withholding final judgment i'm sure we'll have a uh uh rousing discussion about it agreed um so I have several other movie topics. The The next one is Dune. So Dune is releasing October 22nd. And you know, I, I said that I thought that we should go to uh, see it all together on Thursday night on the 21st. And Josh informed me that, that he cannot because that's his city council meeting. And so back in chain attack mark two all about war machine mark three or (laughs) one of those marks okay (laughs) i'm impressed that you can't even keep track of it we used to have regular inquiries about uh life on the uh city council but it's been a long time since we've had an update but what uh what is the experience of being on the city council been like so far josh Look, let me start by saying that if you own property within the city limits of Ammon, please sign the petition to get on the ballot in May a vote to form a sewer district. This is the most important thing that you can hear from me right now. Okay. And why is why is it so important? Uh, because over a decade ago, Ammon went in with Shelley and Bannock and, I mean, Bingham and Bonneville County and formed a joint powers agreement to run a sewer plant that would service those two cities and a few of those county residents. And uh, 
now the chickens are coming home to roost. Okay. And the plant needs expansion to, you know, to keep up with all the growth that's coming. And it also needs to be, basically a sewer district will mean that it's more fairly represented. Because right now, each of those four entities has a 25%. They each have one vote, sure, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like Ammon has 65% of the flow, which is, that's that's the kind of exciting okay. things you get to talk about <laughs> on city council, the flow. The and flow. like Shelley has basically 30% of the flow and the counties between them, you know, have the remaining few percentage points. So it's like, that doesn't make, it really, it really doesn't make any sense. I don't know that it ever made sense, but it just was probably how they could accomplish what they needed to accomplish at the time. And now this is the next evolution, but it's like, now you'll actually have represent, you'll have elected representatives in the sewer district and it will be, you know, by population, you know, so Shelley will end up with two representatives and Ammon will basically end up with three. And the, you know, one of those three is essentially a potentially a county resident kind of thing. So let's see. Are you guys jazzed yet? As, <laughs> you know, as our jazzed. area That's has been growing, there's there's just been a lot more people and a lot more uh, flow generation. So <laughs> I'm sure I'm glad that there are capable people uh, working on who are thinking about the flow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the most fascinating other issue that's happening in the city of Ammon. And like one of the weirdest things that I learned after I became a city councilor is city council members. Like if there is a land use issue, like if somebody's going to ask for a to be annexed into the city and have a certain zone, right. you know, or or if they're asking to have a zone changed, like right, city council members cannot hear anything about it until the day it become it comes before the city council, right? Oh, so. Yeah, so let's say hypothetically that a huge developer was considering building like 3,000 homes within a square mile of the city of Ammon, and all of my constituents and neighbors and even wife were like, hey, I want to talk about this. I have some information I want you to say, you know, give me your opinion on, and I have to literally say like, please don't talk to me about that. I literally cannot. I, I cannot talk about it until ah. it comes before the city council. It is the weirdest thing. I mean, and it's just, it's the way. And is you know, that a quirk of Ammon or is. This no, it, well, um, I don't know. If, I think it's a quirk of municipalities across the nation, but I mean, it, it's, I can say that it's a quirk of Idaho state law, you know, cause it basically okay. says that we as city council members are acting in a quasi judicial fashion, meaning that we, we can only hear the evidence for and against mm-hmm. the case at the time that it comes before us, you know, cause that way, it, otherwise it'd be unfair if I was hearing things lobbying, and, uh, you know, the, yeah, that might, that might weight my opinion one way or the other. Right. Anyway. So, yeah. So I, I really think it's probably the same in like, who knows? It's probably, there's probably three States that are even weirder in a different way, but it, you know, <laughs> it's a state law thing that just says like, you know, municipal elected leaders, this is how they have to act on land use issues. And like, yeah, about the only thing that you could make people more pissed about than how their land, how their property can <laughs> be used is like what can or what can someone else is doing children. with their land. Yes. Yes. Also that. <laughs> I like, don't want my neighbor doing this. is a real life. acronym. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. 
So uh, I may I, or may not know that there's a huge development that might be coming in the near future because I may or may not have had to have that conversation multiple times of saying, I can't actually talk about that. But thanks for your interest, citizen. <laughs> Can I count on your vote in 2024? <laughs> <laughs> no, 20, well, actually, that's, I, I, I'm up for election in 2023. But I mean, really, it's, it is time for you to be moving on to bigger and better things because I made the mistake of looking at your Idaho representative's Twitter account and (laughs) he like, are we, are we behind a paywall here or not? No, you, you, you don't have to comment. You don't have to comment, Josh. These are statements that the, uh, unhinged liberal in Idaho is, is making. So, (laughs) They they kind it's this probably this, me saying this is probably an endorsement of of this person, but or, yeah, fucking, that's probably true. He is fucking nuts. <laughs> so you deserve an upgrade. We all do. We, we I will remind my host that we do not have the explicit tag. We can't get in trouble from the Apple oh, overlords. Nice. <laughs> we haven't had to have that reminder for a while. Impressive. <laughs> I, I guess my last last city question, city council question for you, Josh, is uh, you know you were on the city council around the um, outbreak of the pandemic. Yes, right. Have been since then, and like, is is it even really? much of a topic of consideration for the the city council at this point? Um, I mean, not as much anymore that, you know, the latest communication from the city of Ammon and the mayor to Ammon staff was basically like, um, if you want to wear a mask, you know, you can, it's not required anymore. You know, that's honestly really the last official conversation that's happened about it. You know, there was, There was certainly opinions expressed about uh, vaccines and efficacy of vaccination at tonight's uh, city council work session, but, you know, nothing official or like, yeah. So it's, it's certainly not as much of a conversation as it was a year ago by any means. I mean, I guess would, I guess this is my own uh, ignorance a little bit with the, are the workings of our local politics, but would it more be like the the health district that would be imposing things if, if things were to happen or is it the city council's both? Right. No, I mean, well, within the city boundaries, the council does have the authority to do something right. But, uh-huh. but I, I can't see us doing anything different unless right the local health district did do something different, you know, and, and they yeah. obviously have elected not to at this point. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly been interesting to see from that side of things, you know, cause there's a lot of opinions yeah, in Idaho, yeah, yeah. I guess, but also in the world, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's definitely a much diminished topic these days. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways it almost feels like, the strategy has been like if if we just ignore this then we don't have to admit that it exists <laughs> yeah a little bit almost Which, like a, a sort of bare minimum approach yeah i mean and to be fair i'm, I'm not 
uh, blaming the your city councilor or whatever on this. No, anyway. no, I get it. I, right. I think I think that's what the citizens want. So, <laughs> um, all right. So this morning, you probably haven't watched this, Josh, because you haven't watched the other movies. But the trailer, I thought about watching it. Yeah, but uh, but go on. I haven't yet. The the trailer for the new Matrix expansion dropped and it's called matrix resurrection is that right yes yeah i think so i'm assuming you've watched the trailer trevor yes i have yes of course so i'm curious what your reaction is um so i didn't i didn't hate the sequels as much as the average joe yeah 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 um i didn't i'm kind of in that camp as well I didn't love them per se either. I, I did enjoy the second one quite a bit, probably a lot more than the average Joe. The third it's one, the second or the third one, the one that has the architect. He's in both the second and third one, if I remember okay. right. Okay. But he's he's true. the main he's the main plot point of the third one. Um, and I didn't care for the third one a lot. I didn't like the direction it went. I felt like it kind of took a lot of the philosophy roots and sort of threw them out the window a little bit and it sort of bugged me um, because I really like the philosophy roots of the show. Um, So, but I, I, the trailer itself for the fourth one really was pretty exciting. Um, I liked it quite a bit. I don't know where it's going with it. And I know some people maybe are complaining about it because they feel like it's rehashing things, but I, I liked it. My, my issue with the trailer is that I it seems like it's going to be very difficult for the movie to live up to the excitement levels that, that trailer instilled in me. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I, and I think that's a, in, in general, I think the trailer had a very positive reaction. How much does it feel like this one is almost like a, what do I want to say? Like a reintroduction of the franchise to a new fan base as no, much as, so. okay. So the, you're saying it's very much for, the f- fans i would think so i don't think it's not like it's the movie's that old i i just don't i know i don't think so okay I think mo- most people that they're catering to <laughs> have seen the movie the like one of the clearest indications of how ancient we are at this point is trevor believing that the matrix is, isn't that old <laughs> it, was, it, was only, it was only 22 years ago it was like the first main movie to come out on DVDs. <laughs> That's not that long ago. Did it? I mean, it, it came is. out in the nineties, right? Like, yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I, I am. Had, I didn't even have children at that time, Trevor. I think that I, I think didn't that, know my wife at that time, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's, um, there were a lot of people who, um, when they heard that there was a fourth matrix movie coming out, they're like, Oh man, you know, I don't really care. And then the trailer dropped and they're like, Oh, I'm actually, I do care. I do care. This is, I am color me intrigued. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, do you, uh, do you think that that is accurate or am I in a, a bubble here? Can I ask a ridiculous spoiler question after Trevor answers that question? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Um, I don't think you're in a bubble. I think there's a lot of people who probably are hopeful that this maybe redeems the franchise in their eyes a little bit. 
I, I don't really know what people are expecting. Um, so, we'll I mean, see. this was this was Chris Cluey's reaction to the trailer, and granted, he's squarely in our demographic as well. Right. <laughs> but his response was, "Okay, I'm officially excited about this now. Can't remember the last time a movie trailer got me pumped up, but this looks epic." Yeah. Um, so my daughter hasn't seen the other two movies because honestly, because I didn't go through them to vet them. So I vetted the first one. Sure, yeah. I, I mean, I knew it was rated R, but I, I also knew that it was not, not really deserving of the rating and went through and watched it to be certain, you know, cause sometimes like a good example is, is, is back to the future. Like, you know, when you, when <laughs> or you the watch Goonies. it, yeah, you watch it as a kid and you're like, oh yeah, that, that's, it's totally good. And then you sit down to watch it with your children and you're like, oh yeah, he, um, he has some very adult conversations with his mother and, um, you know, some other things like that, that you just totally forget about. And some of the things, you know, the amount of swear words that are in there, et cetera. And so I kind of went and rewatched the first matrix for my daughter to see whether or not it was appropriate. I'm like, man, this is, is just as clean as I remember it being. And I just, it's one of the movies that I'm like, I don't understand how this ever got an R rating. Yeah, it, I I don't think that there's any way that this would not get a PG-13 in if it came out today. I don't I don't know why I got a, why it didn't get a PG-13 back then. Yeah, it, it was t- tame even like. I, Are the other two l- less tame? I, it's the problem is I can't remember. I would have to go back and look. I think okay. they're probably just as tame, honestly. Um, I, I don't remember. There, there, there is there is a sex scene in one of them that is. Yes. But. Yeah, so maybe they're not as tame as the first one, but the first one is extremely tame in comparison. It would, it should totally have got a PG-13 back then. It would totally get one today. It's just way strange to me. So anyway, I got a little off topic there, but the point being is that my daughter's seen that one, and she has not seen the trailer for Matrix 4 yet. So um, I'm assuming that if she were to see it, she would be just, like, pumped, excited. Yeah, yeah. Um Okay, so spoilerish question, Josh. Go. What happens to Neo at the end of the third movie? Because the trailer makes it appear like, you know, he's back in the Matrix kind of thing. And just, you know, yeah, yeah. So like, what, what's happening in the trailer to the fourth one has nothing to do with what happened at the end of the third one. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my, my memory's foggy, to be fair, because I have not seen right. the third one in a long time. Um, so I don't actually remember the ending all that well. Um, uh, you, you, so you don't really I, care. I think so, the, so if you've if you've not seen the third one, this is the point where you shut the show off and fast forward, whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's told that that the the one is a necessary construct for the uh, matrix, and that basically there's been hundreds of quote unquote neos before him. Oh, geez. Okay. Okay, so he's basically told that he's not unique, um, that they basically reinsert it, that this same cycle of the one coming forward and being the quote-unquote messiah for the Matrix, freeing everyone, and then everyone being reinserted and the process going through and doing it again and again and again. It is is part of of the requirement. That's basically what the architect tells him. And so did a lot of people not like that? Like when you said that you guys have a, more positive response to two um, and three than the, a lot of the most common reaction to um matrix two and three is people will make a joke that 
there's only the Matrix 1 and the other, there is no Matrix 2 and 3. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, the at the end of Matrix 3, Neo sacrifices himself to take out Agent Smith and it resets the Matrix, essentially. So. Yeah, I mean, the subplot that I didn't mention is the part that Jay mentioned, is that, that um, Agent Smith has thrown a, a wrench into the whole works. Um, he was doing yeah. planned that he's basically disconnected himself from the matrix and has attempted to destroy it. And, and yeah, Neo, the, 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 it just feels very, yeah, it just, it feels like it takes this really strange turn. Um, and like that and almost the, feels like they were trying to make agent Smith, the hero. No, you don't feel that watching. Okay. It. Um, but, but the, the funny thing is, is during the architect scene, um, there's, there's, you know, hundreds of Neos on the screens behind the architect. And when he tells him this, all those Neos are like, no, that can't, that's not possible. And, you know, on and on and on. They're all in disagreement. And the funny thing is, is me sitting in my chair in the theater was feeling the exact same thing. Like, this is, I can't believe this is happening. (laughs) This is the dumbest ending to a movie ever. And, uh, you know, maybe at the time I was feeling the same visceral reaction. And it it sort of subsided, especially upon rewatching. But the truth is, is I don't really care for the third one. There are scenes in the third movie that I absolutely adore. Yeah, they there are some cool scenes. There's some okay. really cool stuff that goes on, um, especially with the attack on Zion, um, where all the humans live. It's it's fantastic. Um, so and and honestly, the special effects hold up quite well. 22 years yeah, yeah. Or i guess it's not been that many years for the third one but right right but regardless it all sort of holds up for that part of it so. it, it's i i am excited i will be on you know my christmas vacation and uh, that's that's something that we'll end up watching while uh enjoying christmas i guess so that'll be nice i mean i enjoyed the movies enough that i rebought them on when they were offered in 4k on Amazon streaming. So I will be seeing it opening weekend. I won't see it the opening night. I don't think because it'll be a Thursday or something like that. And I just won't be able to get to it. Well, I mean, it's, it's one of the ones that will be on HBO. Uh, yeah, I don't, are you wanting the theater experience? Yeah, I don't think I can do, I don't think I can do that. I think I'm gonna have to see it in the theater. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Actually, my HBO subscription is probably going to lapse because of their way that they backed out of Amazon. Oh, I didn't know what they had. Yeah, they 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 um, basically they canceled their their deal with Amazon to offer uh, HBO Max as a channel over Amazon. Right. Yeah. And I got a you know I knew it had already happened, but I got a letter from Amazon stating you know hey we still have cool content. Um, but we're going to lose HBO and your subscription is going to be canceled on the 15th of this month. Um, so I have HBO for another week. Um, unless I go to HBO and resubscribe through them, which uh, it, it'll probably happen until we finish Cthulhu Country. Mm. But I, don't, I don't know if we'll continue on after that. I have so many subscriptions going on right now. Yeah. And they're, they're all because of like one or two shows, you know. Right. I have, yeah. I have Apple because of of because ted lasso, ted lasso. Is, like, is like the best character in all of tv right now <laughs> and um that's how they get you they all have one show that you're like well i have to watch this <laughs> yeah i literally don't give a, a rat's ass about anything else in apple tv 
I'm honestly amazed that I resist, continue to resist Hulu. Um, and then, of course, now Paramount Plus has even more Star Trek shows that they're starting to have trailers of, and I have a massive man crush on the guy that plays Pike in the new series that's coming out. I Anson reason, Mount. Yeah, the only reason I have Hulu is because it's packaged with my uh, Spotify Premium. Oh, interesting. Okay. So. And I've had Spotify Premium for so long that if I were to go back to the commercials right now, I'd probably yeah yeah throw a riot. So <laughs> the funny thing is, I got, originally got Spotify Premium as a student, and so I got it for five bucks a month, and it, they threw in Hulu. So for five bucks a month, I was getting Spotify and Hulu. And when I when they finally yanked me off of it, and said, "Hey, we we realize you're no longer a student," like, <laughs> even though I got it for a few years past being a student. Um, they only raised it to ten bucks, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Okay, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, I'm I'm curious. I know I I'm I likely will I I will see the Matrix in the theater. I'm sure, but I'm curious what my ratio of uh how many times I'll watch Dune at home versus in the theater. <laughs> and that that one's going to be released on HBO as well. At least that's the yeah so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one I'll see in the theater as well. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to watch it. Like it'll be one of those that I'll probably throw on you know, two or three times over the next week or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So another, uh, TV slash movie recommendation. <laughs> um, so we're, we're going to go back to mythic quest. And oh, no. oh, I finished watching season two. You did? I did. Yes. And I, I, I think I did enjoy season two more than season one. Oh, jeez, I don't... Okay, I'm listening. Okay, but... So there's, again, there's there's two episodes that, like, even if you don't watch the rest of the, the season, then, especially Josh, right, I think you should watch this, but, like, episode six, the title of it is Backstory! And it's basically the origin story of... Uh, I think his name is CK, the uh, the Nebula award-winning author. science fiction author, yes. right? Who is is pretty unlikable in uh, season one. In season one, in, in he's a, well, he just feels two dimensional. He, he, yeah, so. he's, he's yeah, he's he's very two dimensional. And so, um, this episode is his backstory, and it is about him. You know, him and two other uh, peers of his, they get hired to be editors at, like, this science fiction uh, magazine. And their first day at work, they go in and, you know, they see their boss. He's talking with, like, Asimov and Ursula Le Guin and Jake Clark. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is amazing. We... This is what we want to become. And so like the three of them, you know, have this pact where they're going to help the three of them become better authors and they're going to get published and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so the story is kind of about how uh, they go on that journey together and like kind of the interpersonal conflicts they have, how he gets the nebula that, uh, that he won, which has kind of a, 
a plot twist on how it all happens. And so it's, it's actually, uh, pretty interesting and, and charming story and, and makes the character so he's a lot less two-dimensional um and then the next episode it it goes back to the present time and ck has a reunion with one of those other uh people that he was in the trio with and the episodes about that okay. and it's it's also um i i think worth watching so but jay how does it compare to season one episode five dark quiet death which was i would say that the it's... most redeeming episode for me of that series right yeah i mean i would say that it's probably i probably wouldn't rate it as highly as that one but okay. i would say that it's in the same vein and same at least somewhat on par if not quite as good yeah okay all right that's fine i appreciate you setting appropriate expectations for me okay it's I, and again it's only like 20 minutes you can <laughs> right right yeah it's that noise i'm not how much damage could you do? <laughs> <laughs> did you watch any more than episode five Trevor, no. i forget nope. oh okay, okay no that's the only episode I, and 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 to be fair i loved it but but you were mostly walk, upset that <laughs> yeah walking out of it knowing that it went nowhere and did nothing for the rest of it pissed me off yeah yeah well it should have <laughs> i i didn't know this until recently but um the one of the creators of mythic quest is also one of the creators of it's always sunny in philadelphia which that makes doesn't a lot surprise of, me at all yeah it makes a know. lot of sense <laughs> now that i know that right so anyway i started blasting <laughs> I've, I've never seen any episodes of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's like, it definitely has its super fans, but it's not necessarily. Well, it's even like more blue than, uh, yeah. The yeah. mythic quest, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, all the previews of it that I saw and the, the, just the clips I saw coming out of it. I just, every time I looked at them, it's like, this doesn't seem, it's just not my style, doesn't, whatever it this is. Isn't it doesn't, going to entertain me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this isn't going to be something I will enjoy. So I, I never really even tried it, I guess. A few episodes of it that I've like randomly seen when I'm in a hotel room and it happens to be on whatever channel I scroll through. It just strikes me as like Seinfeld but dirtier. Yeah, that's that's what I that's the vibe I got when I saw previews. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm very excited for this next topic. Uh we now know that Midnight Sun is going to have a card mechanic as its conflict resolution. Uh, so I'm not more interested. <laughs> yes. And I am less interested. <laughs> you say that, but... <laughs> uh, I said, know, and said and said those words, I said them, but I lied them. <laughs> we know that there's nothing that uh, Trevor loves more, loves to hate more than a card mechanic. So A card mechanic in a video game? Are you kidding me? Like, I, I just, I don't I'm understand this trend this. of let's take, you know, mechanics that are well suited for a tabletop board game, but honestly, they, they fall short of, of good mechanics. And we have a computer that can do good mechanics and will, um, you know, do far more complex things. And instead we're dumbing the computer down and giving it tabletop mechanics. Like, so Trevor, what, what's the, 
the computer game that you played the most this year so far? <laughs> World of Tanks. Oh, <laughs> that's a bunch of bullcrap. No, it's not. That is. I mean, I know it's true, but it's a bunch of bullcrap. <laughs> that's the true answer. This is like when you make a wish to the genie and he screws you. <laughs> no, basically, I'm did you, I'm did the, you see the dad joke I hit, I put in about genies. I don't. Oh, is that the one where I wish I wish I was you? Yeah, I wish I yeah, was you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did see that one. It's good. Yes. It doesn't translate well to uh, audio format. As so. if that's ever stopped us before. Yeah, yeah right. it, it never has, but. <laughs> so I, I didn't do a super deep dive into this, but one of my friends said that, you know, it to him, it kind of read like it was an X-Men Gloomhaven game, which like if, if that's accurate, I'll be super happy because um, I think that Gloomhaven would be better as a video game than as a board game. Um, it is. I mean, you, there is a Gloomhaven board game that's right. an incredible port of the board game. Yeah, I mean, actually, I actually own that, but I I haven't played it yet because I'm still waiting for it to not have the like you know in development tag or whatever. But oh, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, so. I guess do you do either of you have any other comments or thoughts on uh, on the additional info that we've received? Um, I mean, we've not been given a whole lot, so yeah, yeah, it's a little hard to. And I did, I've not read the original comic series. I don't know if either of you have. The, no, it's one that I probably will. I mean, there. So, Crisis Protocol is one of the um, new releases that's been previewed for a long time that hasn't released yet. Um, is Blade and Moon Knight, and it, Blade, I think, is the leader of the Midnight Suns affiliation in Crisis Protocol, and so when that released, I was probably going to read some Midnight Sun stuff, but um, shipping containers from China have said no to that idea, so... <laughs> um, I'm just... I, I guess I'm excited for um, a turn-based Marvel game, so... That's really where I, the mechanics aside, uh, you know, whatever dumb thing we decide to do um, with cards, which I just I, I don't understand. Doesn't seem to match the theme or anything else. I don't know why they would do that, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, the fact that it's a turn based Marvel game has me pretty excited. One of the things that just, we've never really had anything like that that I can think of. Mm, yeah, and one of the things that Brian said that, you know, I hadn't really thought of this because, I don't know, I, I guess I, I'm just a Marvel fanboy or something, I don't know, but, you know, he said basically that he thought it was cool that they're doing the Sex Men stuff or whatever, but really what he would like to do is build your own character with its own superpowers and, you know, et cetera, and um, one of the previews I read uh, made it sound like the that actually is what you do with your your main character. Um, so, the hunter, I guess, yeah. But I, I'm I, I I think that's pretty interesting. So, I'm excited, even more so now that I know it has a card mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I can do some deck building with my characters. Fantastic. <laughs> man i hadn't really thought about like if i'm able to essentially build my captain inevitable which was a 
superhero character created for the X-Men RPG or the what was what was the RPG we played that was it the Marvel RPG, RPG? Yeah, yeah Marvel uh-huh. T- yeah. TSR Marvel RPG that would be pretty rad honestly I mean I will uh, if I don't know what sort of options they'll give us but um, when uh, City of Heroes came out and when there was another one like DC Heroes I think that MMOs uh-huh. I recreated Wrecking Ball which was the character I had from that same game mm-hmm. um, I recreated Wrecking Ball for both of those games. And if that's an option, you know, if I can create, you know, that in this, I, I don't care what sort of card mechanic that will overcome the cards. (laughs) Yes, it will. Well, I am excited for the triumphant return of Joe Human. (laughs) (laughs) Of Joe Human. Yes, that was my, that was my, that might have been actually my first role playing character ever, but, uh, yeah, that was what. The, the first uh, Marvel superhero that I made. Yeah, I'm trying to think, other than City of Heroes, what superhero game has there been that gave you an option to really build your own superhero? There's actually been several. There was a DC one, um, there was City of Heroes, and then there was a, a Champions. Uh, yeah, Champions was super popular. Um, but none of them really as popular as City of Heroes. And City of Heroes was fantastic. Um, but it just... It got the rug pulled out from under it um, by the publisher. So, well, I, I believe we're at time. Do do either of you have any other comments oh, on we, anything? I thought we were going to talk about the Spider-Man Two trailer. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So uh, today, uh, as as we are recording this, uh, Sony put out a Spider-Man Two trailer for the PlayStation Five. Um, have you both seen it? I've not. Have you, I saw I saw that the release date was 2023 and was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, um, this is for the new game, you're saying? Yes, it's it is a it is a follow up to Spider Man and to Spider Man Miles Morales. Um, I th- I think they both released on PS4, but Miles I mean, Morales honestly, that's all you have PS5 to say to me, and I'm in. Yeah, they re released the original one for PS five and then they released miles Morales, which I, I don't know if it's PS five only or if it's both, but I, I have it on PS five. So that's all I know. Um, my boys have loved both of them and I, the uh, opportunities that I've had to get the TV away from my children to actually play it. It's a fantastic game. Um, but the, anyway, the trailer shows what I believe is to be co-op play. Oh, interesting. Uh, where, where one player gets to play miles Morales and one player gets to play Peter. Oh, dang it. That would be cool. It, it looks cool. I mean, why, I, I why think would my, you my, be out of that, Josh? Because I hate multiplayer video games. You're not out. You're in. Your son and you are going <laughs> to play this, and you know it. I don't know. Maybe. I guess that's true. That's my problem. Yeah, I, I always think of multiplayer. Part. I always think of multiplayer video games as a a game that I have got to get online with a friend, and then I remember that oh, I this is that my schedule is impossible, and <laughs> so I'm never a good friend to play. I, I'm I, I mean I'm sure that this is going to be available for both local and online. Co-op. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it, and I don't know that that's for certain because they don't say anything about it. But it, it you do see Peter and and uh, Miles Miles working huh. together to fight something, and they also introduce Venom at the end. So the the villain in Spider-Man Two is going to be Venom. Um. So anyway, it looks fantastic, and the the it's graphics just misunderstood, Trevor. Come on. That's fine. 
Um, but the other thing well, I want what's, to mention... What's, what's the odds on being able to buy a PS5 before 2023? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Trevor have one already? I do. He, he has both, because... I do, yes. That's how he is. Because I'm dumb. Yeah. He's smart like that, I get it. No, it was dumb. The truth is, is that only one of them gets played. And that's no, no, Trevor, what was dumb is something Which we'll one talk about. Um, I don't necessarily prefer one or the other. My my mistake was putting them both on the same TV. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. So no, Trevor, someone... what was dumb is something we'll talk about in a future pre-ramble where I talk about the um, four figures worth of money that I spent refinishing a, a, my kitchen dining table, which you guys will hopefully see when we play TI4 together later this month. <laughs> Exciting. No, the the problem is is that I have an Xbox One X upstairs, and then the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation Five got put on the same TV. So if somebody wants to play Xbox, they end up playing it on the the One X because somebody else is on the PS Five. So the Series X never gets played just because mm. of logistics. Yeah. So that that was my mistake. I shouldn't have done that, and I should probably fix it. But I'm lazy. Well, you have it. <laughs> and then I, I wanted to mention this and get your guys' opinion. I know I don't think either okay. of you are fans, and you probably won't care, but to me it was pretty exciting. The company that made Spider-Man uh, for the PlayStation 5 and Spider-Man 2, Insomniac Games, also right. announced today that they are making a Wolverine. A Wolverine game, yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming for both of you that means very little or nothing. To me... That's more exciting than the Spider-Man 2 announcement, even though there was no trailer or you didn't see anything. Yeah, I wouldn't say it means nothing, but I definitely would say that Spy- I mean, because I'm assuming the Wolverine game will be uh, in a similar vein to the Spider-Man games, right? Yeah, I'm certain it'll have probably very, very similar mechanics. And uh, so that is cool, but, uh, you know, for me, uh, Peter, Peter will always my have first the, love. Yeah. Yeah. The and, place in your heart. Yeah, and I... I Wolverine Logan is far more dear to my heart than Peter Parker ever was. So, and this, all of this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I never felt, I just never felt a connection to Peter Parker. I guess all of this makes sense. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, uh, drop us a note in Discord on the social medias. Let us know what you guys think. We are excited to hear. <laughs>